So let's talk about, well, I haven't done one of these in a while, so apologize for my tardiness. Um, but let's talk about um, the kind of insanity that the world is going under right now. There's a lot of uh, fear-based politics happening right now. And so I'm Canadian and um, the U.S. is attacking all of its allies. And while attacking its allies, embracing places like North Korea and Russia and saying that there's somebody to emulate. That's really weird to me. And I don't know how much I can comment on that because I don't understand it in any part of my brain. And then in Ontario, we recently had a uh, election and the right-wing inexperienced politician Doug Ford got in. And, um, you know, the right-wingers, when they... when they said, you know, Trudeau, the, one of their things about Trudeau was how inexperienced he was. Doug Ford's a one-term city politician. And now he's the head of the province of Ontario, the engine of Canada. And that's frightening. Um, they said Trudeau was inexperienced. This man was seriously inexperienced to be the premier of Ontario. Uh, Trudeau was inexperienced, but he was primed from his life. I mean, he's like a Kennedy, but in Canada, you know, he's well-educated. He's uh, well-versed in uh, politics. He knows all the players, etc. cetera. Uh, he was well more prepared than uh, Ford is to run Ontario. And they voted him in, the same people who baited Trudeau for being inexperienced. It's weird to me. I just want to say, I don't understand because I have friends who voted for this man, and they share all these, you know, uh, what are the social media posts, and they're, those posts, those right-wing posts uh, from, I think one of the groups was called Ontario Proud, okay, um, and those posts were slightly insane, very badly researched, outrageously one-sided, and honestly, uneducated. And it's like, and fear-based, always fear-based, always playing off the fear of the other, always playing off um, the fear that things are gonna collapse, always playing off fear. Um, that's weird, man. Uh, what ever hoping to the politics of hope, of, of planning, we need to get back to that. All over this, the Western world, we need to get back to hope. We need to stop doing politics with fear. And our politicians need to wake up to the harm they're doing. Please, please wake up to the harm you're doing by following this desire to win at all costs, even the costs of the integrity of the systems that run our world. It just blows me away that the G7, which used to be the G8 until the Russia, you know, invaded Crimea, um, is now really the G6 because Trump is a, having a baby fit at the G7, attacking all of his allies while embracing, and then flying off to go embrace North Korea's leader and talk about how he wants to be, you know, listened to as strongly as the North Korean leader. Trump, the leader is not a leader. He's, he's, he's an embodiment of a god in their political system. That's not okay. <laughs> Dude, the American system was created to stop people from being a king. 
to stop people from being a god king. Okay, I gotta say, in Canada here, every prime minister is a king, but for a limited period of time. But especially if he has a majority in the house. If he has a, if our prime minister has a majority in the house, he's essentially a king. That's not true, of it, or it's not supposed to be true in the U.S. That whole system was set up to stop that from happening. But good golly, that man is acting like he is supposed to, he's a king. George Washington would be turning in his grave. I really didn't want to make this about Trump. I just wanted to make about right-wing politics and uh, the politics of fear. And it's not just right-wingers who are doing this, because left-wingers, and I would consider myself a, a lefty, I actually am probably far more left than most people, um, but left-wingers have been unforgiving and unrelenting over the last 10 years in regards to listening to the concerns of anybody on the right and saying, no, we're always right. Yeah, you're not always right. Uh, you know, some of the politics that they're trying to push through now are really challenging to people, and that's what we're facing. The, I think the weird thing, the weirdest thing is this hatred of tax, as if tax, is, you know, helping to pay for your community is somehow bad. And then we had, so I employ some people in my business, and we had these people, this person say, um, if I, you know, get more hours, I'm going to go into a higher tax bracket, and I'm going to make less money. That's a common thing that people think, and that's not true. It's not the way taxes work. So if I make, let's say I'm going to use round numbers, 20 grand a year, and I'm taxed on 20 grand a year, and I know that that's really low. It's not living wage, and it's, I would never pay anybody that low a wage for a full-time job, so don't worry about that. But if I pay, pay was paid 20 grand a year and I was taxed on that, and then I went up to the next level of tax, let's say $30,000, so 30,000, so I went from 20,000 to 30,000. I'm not gonna make less money if I go into the new tax bracket because I'm for 20,000, I'm taxed at what 20,000 is taxed at. And then I go to 30,000, then I'm taxed for the extra income that got me to 30,000, then I'm taxed for that income at 30,000. I still make more income. And then if I go to 170,000 and I go like that's to, to the, or maybe it's 200,000, the 15% tax rate, it's only above the last tax, you know, uh, milestone that I pay the 50%, I don't pay it on every dime. Uh, people misunderstand that. And so people say, have this misconception that if I hit that next tax bracket, I'm going to make less money. That's never, okay, maybe that's true in some tiny, weird guy who has uh, lots and lots and lots of money and stock options and all those things. But that's not true of 99% of us. And again, that 1% and their story stops us from making real good choices for the community. That 1% should never affect the decision-making except to curtail them having all of the wealth within our communities. That's what taxes are for. It's to take the wealth of the community, the wealth uh, that was built by building roads, the wealth that was built by building power lines, the wealth that was built by doing all the things that certainly we in Canada generally do as community-based things like hydroelectric power. Um, the, all that wealth needs to be distributed and it's, done, it's most fairly done through taxes. I actually don't think that um, that's an unfair system at all. And as a matter of fact, it's the most fair 
when it's done correctly. And currently it's not being done correctly because it's weighted towards the middle class paying all of the taxes and the super rich paying none of the taxes or very little of the tax because they have enough money to use lawyers to get it offshore to protect their investments, to protect their wealth rather than sharing the wealth and still be wealthy compared to everybody else, but that's not good enough, apparently. I'm going to stop my rant. That's long enough. I wish you all the best. I look forward to your comments, and I'll be back again soon. Sorry for the long pause. Cheers, all.